like your soundproofing towel over there. I just noticed. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really crooked. What? (laughs) It's really crooked. It's also doing a lot, isn't it? Like, can't you tell that that wall is soundproof to no... Oh, yeah. No, you're going to have to take a photo of this in this whole setup and just post it on our Instagram. <laughs> you're one of the towel dudes. <laughs> <laughs> How did you just now notice? Actually, sorry, sidetrack from Sasaki and Miyano. Let's look at the remote. Describe this scenario to the audience. <laughs> it's like one towel, like... Looks like it's almost like stapled to the wall. It's on nails. <laughs> I nailed it in. It looks like it's like stapled to the wall, but it's not stapled like symmetrically. And like, you know, Mo, I feel like you're attacking my nailing skills in high school, but okay. And uh, we have like one towel on like, what's I, that? It's a nail. It's west, east, that's east, north. Yes. No, that's south. That's north. <laughs> that's west. Is it? Yeah, because this is north. I'm pretty sure this is east. No, this is north because Tulsa's that way. Tulsa's directly south. North, south. East, west. East, west? East, west, yeah. Sure it's not east, west? (laughs) Let me get up to your side of the room. North, south, east, west. (laughs) I told you! I'm so sorry. (laughs) I had to get up and literally... Ah! I hit the basket again. The audio is going to be terrible this episode. It's okay. I'll fix it later, guys. <laughs> How many times have you hit that basket? This basket is not the move, guys. I won't forget my stand next week when I record underneath the table at the maps department. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a towel just hanging on by its tag on the east wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we've got the big curtains. The curtains. Wow, which looks so much fucking natural light in if I open it. And then we have one towel tucked into a dresser drawer. <laughs> and then we have a bunch of towels uh, hung a, up on the south wall. That's a comforter. Oh, it's a comforter? Yeah, that says Holland on it. Oh, I thought it doesn't. Oh, I thought it said Oklahoma. <laughs> Mel, let's do a reading lesson real quick. <laughs> what letter is this right here? I, I think. I think we need to do a cardinal directions lesson for you. Oh, okay. Well, I think I think you need to learn how to spell, though. That is H-O. What if I had dyslexia? What if that was my 13th reason, Maddie? Well, what if directions? What if, I don't know, I was a woman. <laughs> I'm sorry, the intrusive fox one. <laughs> what if I was a woman? And I can't do direction. <laughs> what if that was my 13th reason, Mo? Welcome back to another episode of Binger's Anime Edition. As always, I'm your host, Mo. And I'm Maddie, and this is just a little podcast that talks about different animes for fellow weebs out there. So, Mo, how does my setup look today? Looks great, Maddie. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love what you did with your stand. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the I pop- love your new pops. pops- <laughs> yep. 
pop filter is great. Yeah, it really, it's trending. It's very trendy. I think we should post a photo of this on our Instagram. I'll take. I a, think we should. After after we record, I'll just take a photo for thumbs up, being like, yeah. Uh, so if you guys don't know, uh, we're recording in person today. Ooh. Especially after last week with our massive amount of delay issues and stuff. Yeah. This is a welcome. But we literally had an episode come out yesterday, we and we're recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a quick turnaround. It's because I was in the shady be Ah, something's on my foot! Oh, I stepped on a bug! <laughs> <laughs> I woke up with a moth in my bed this morning, Matt Mo. Mo, look at that. That is the old futon. That is my bed frame at the moment. No way. Yes, that is the old futon. And there's no working light bulbs in the fan. That is my other lamp, you know, if it smells like smoke from the old recording yes. studio. And this is the old desk. There's a lot of OGs in this room. Adventure is in the soul. Adventure is in the soul. Yeah, I didn't fit in my new apartment, so it came back here at the city. Be yeah, you didn't. Did you see all the boxes in the living room? I didn't get a good look, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's all the stuff I could not fit in my new apartment. Yeah, those apartments are kind of tiny. I'm a hoarder, Mo. <laughs> my family is like, Maddie, you're gonna have to move. You're going to have to get rid of so much shit before you move to D-Down. D-Down? D-Down? D-Down. Nail is, baby. Because they're like, we're not moving this shit. And I'm like, you know, that's fair. I don't think all this would fit in one U-Haul truck. So. <laughs> I know. I think about that, too. I'm like, man, I've got a lot of shit that I'm going to have to move. Yeah. Yeah. How is the apartment hunting going, Mo? Um, it's okay. Like, every once in a while, I'll see a place, and I'll contact them, and then they don't contact me back. You know, that sounds about right. Sounds so, about right. you know, I guess they just don't want my money. That's fine. You know, you're like, you know what? Suck my dick, you know? But, I mean, I'm saving money by still living here, so. That's good. That's you know. good. And gas prices are getting more stable, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Mo, back to my recording setup. Could you describe to the listeners what you see at the moment? Uh, yeah, I see a uh, Freakonomics book. Yes, thank you. Uh, the Architecture of Italian Renaissance. Yes, I've never read it. I had to buy it for a class. An Islam book. Also for a class. And Forgive the Good. I don't know what the other three books are. Oh, this is um, Italian Baroque Architecture. Okay. Architecture Reference Specimen Book. And Hope in the Dark by Craig Groeschel, because I am a Christian man. Nice. Because I love Jesus. I love that Islam book that you get on top of it. That is for Islamic architecture. <laughs> I was studying Islam, okay? And then what What do you see next on this setup, Mo? Uh, the architecture of the Italian Renaissance. Uh, I was talking about above the book. Yeah. Oh, and then I see a basket. Yes. Yes, yeah, in a basket. And we have a mic with about a dozen socks on it. Yes. Yeah, guys, so... um. Maddie may or may not have forgotten that uh, we were uh, his mic in studio with his nice headphones and his stand. So luckily, we had an extra mic because Mo's fiasco like a year ago where she thought her mic was broken. So we bought a new mic and then we realized it was just the cord and it was a whole little thing. And it was most likely just a user error in the end anyway. But it it worked out for me. Yeah, Yay. it was great. It was great. And so, uh, but I didn't have I'm a pop filter. I'm glad we do have that extra mic, though. Yeah, it has come in handy a couple yeah. times. But now we have a pop filter that is made of socks and a basket holding my stand up of this extra mic. 
Hey, it's working pretty good. It's so. working very, and I get to see your beautiful face. Oh, I know. And we just had a, what, hour-long uh, conversation about things that cannot be said on the podcast. Yep. Which says a lot. If it cannot be said on the podcast, considering the things we have talked about on this podcast. Yes, li- listen, like, I feel like a lot of my stuff can't be summed up over text. This is fair. Like, I have to talk to you in person. Well, I just told you something that happened, like, nine months ago, but I guess I never mentioned to you before. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll say something to Momo, be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't tell you that, did I? You just think you did. Yeah. Or I tell someone else, that, you know, I... I'm notorious for not wanting to put all my chickens in one basket, and I like, I, ah, I hit the basket. I hit the basket. <laughs> mayday, mayday. Mayday, mayday. Save our sub, baby. Save our sub. <laughs> Save our sub. Our subway sandwich. <laughs> anyway, but I am notorious for not putting all my chickens in one basket and, like, spreading the drama to everyone. To everyone. Okay. You know? I get it. But yeah, so Mo, how's your week been since two days ago? Right. <laughs> How was your Labor Day weekend? It was pretty great. Did you labor on Labor Day? N- yes, I did, oh. actually. And what sucks is I volunteered myself. Why would I do that? Did you get paid extra for it? No. What the hell? Why did you volunteer? Because I didn't realize that I wasn't going to get paid extra for it. Does that mean you get to get another holiday off in the future? Or like... Well, like, those are the last of the summer holidays. Mm-hmm. And so now we're on to, like, winter holidays, which are, like, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Yeah. And so I'll have to work one of those this year. But I don't know which one. since you volunteered for this one, do you get, like, a special pass or something where you don't have to? No. I have to work one summer holiday, and I have to work one winter holiday. Okay. You know, that's fine. That's how they have it lined up for, like, everybody Gotcha, at gotcha, work. gotcha. And so... So why did you volunteer for this one, Mo? I don't know. I didn't think about it. It's okay. It was, like, two months ago that she asked me. She's like, she's like, which one of you want to... Do you either of you want to work Labor Day? And I was like, sure, I'll work Labor Day. Your coworkers probably like, thank the gods, because I didn't want to do that one. It wasn't until, like, I had, like, a full day on Sunday... That I was like, mm, I really don't want to work anymore. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it happens. Because ha- you had to work the weekend, too, didn't you? No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't have to? No, but I just had a full weekend. Oh, yeah. You had you had an event. I'm doing week. shit. <laughs> you, you had a lot going on this weekend. Yeah, I'm still having a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. From <laughs> s- since Saturday, a lot happened. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. <laughs> No. Mo, Mo, Mo. I've had a lot of milestones this last weekend. <laughs> One may say that. One yes. may say that. <laughs> but, but yeah, Mo, um, I'm glad that you had a very une- uneventful weekend. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's an understatement, but. That is an understatement. I personally have not had a very eventful weekend either. Um, I. Let me think. I can tell you, though, I'm ready for bed. Are you? Oh, yeah, because yeah, it's technically your evening. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get that. I stayed up really late last night to watch the show we were reviewing today, so. I know, I you were literally it. texting me. You're like, this is so cute. I was like, I love this. Also, I'm about to fall asleep. But I'm going to keep watching. I'm going to keep doing it. 
But um, I lost my train of thought. It disappeared. Your but... week has not been eventful. Yeah, my weekend was not eventful. I went back to the Shady B as I am here today. I went to the pool on um Saturday, and guess what I did? Did you read Akatori? I did, but I think I just reread the pages I already read. But I wasn't super sure, and I was like, I read like twenty pages. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I already read these twenty pages because I thought I ended with like the Starlight Pool thing. But I think I actually got to the part where she started painting a lot, and then, like, things were getting kind of, like... Romantic. Yeah. And then, oh, I, I ended, like, both times when she was in the Rose Garden being all angsty. And being like, oh, I know I shouldn't feel guilty that I abandoned my family, but I can't It's like the it. when she's, like, chasing after her dad. No, that Or happened, her sister. That ha- Whoa, her sister? I can't remember which one it was, her dad or her sister that she saw at, like, a she, fairy. That would happen quite a bit earlier. Okay. But no, this is when she's, like, in there, and uh, the only reason I remember this so vividly is because Lucian was like, oh, yes, this was a, oh, Tamerlan was like, this was a gift, for, my father gave this a gift to my mother as a mating ritual or something, and I was like, what the fuck are we doing in a megaverse now? And so Yeah, both... they have mates in Akatar. Yeah, and so that really stuck out to me. Oh, and, yeah, when they're, like, in the Rose Garden. I, I kind of remember now, and, like, and so she's like, kind of, like... the rose, and it cuts her finger, and she's like, I was unfazed by the prick of my finger and the blood dripping down my hand. I'm like, bitch, I would have been phased. I would have been like, ah, shit. You know what? One of my favorite phases, phrases that she uses so often... Oh, no, what is it? Watery bowels. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> she's, no, like, uh, like... His stare turned so and so's bowels watery, or like, oh. <laughs> like, or like, um, are they just getting explosive diarrhea? <laughs> she really loves to use that phrase, or like, watery bowels. No, that, you know, no, and like, is people this... have literally they make fun of that so much. Like, are they literally just being like, oh yeah, they get explosive diarrhea or some bullshit like that? Is yeah. that what she's implying? I don't know what I don't know what she's or that like she's like scared them like shitless (laughs) or you know or like oh that makes more sense okay well Sarah if you're listening to our podcast because we know that you're a big supporter of our anime podcast uh please let us know what you mean by that yeah and she also does have like quite a few plot holes the more you get into the books yeah that's what I've heard yeah I've heard Crescent City is not that way though I heard Crescent City is a lot better yeah it's just, I think, like, Akhtar and stuff like that, there's just, like, a lot of things that she either leaves, like, unsaid or, like, Unfinished, she, yeah. or she, like, backtracks is it like on how holes, the whole world works. Is it, like, the plot holes in uh, Future Diary that are so big that the entire universe can fit through them? Well, like, can I tell you, like, one? You've already told me so many. Well, I'm just, I'm getting your consent before I... Sure, you can tell me one. I'm sure the listeners would love to hear this. Okay, so, like, in the second book, they're, like, it's toward the end of the book, and they're with the King of Highburn, which is, like, the mm-hmm. main bad sure, evil sure, guy sure. in the series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the one from the island that's not part of this one. Peninsula yes. Or something yes. Like that. Yeah, yeah. And so, the King of Highburn, and you haven't met this character, he's in the second book, mm-hmm. but Cassian, mm-hmm. who's, like, part, he's, like, an Illyrian is warrior. Is he also hot? Yes. Does he also have sex with Pharaoh? No. How many people does Pharaoh actually have sex with? Two. Tamlin and Lucian? No. <laughs> Can you guess the other one? 
Which one does he have sex with? I'm assuming she's having sex with Tamlin. Yeah. And then, well, the random guy from home. No. Her dad? Resand. Who's Resand? You haven't met him yet? No. You haven't gotten to Colin Mai? I know. <laughs> Dude, you don't know who Resand is. No, I don't. I was like, so, how am I supposed to? I'm like, I only know these two male characters. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you who Resand is and stuff. But. Anyway, massive plot hole so big that yes. you can fit your entire vagina in it. Yeah. Yeah. So, in the whole, like, scene. <laughs> Sorry. What the did whole, I just say? I, I think you're trying to say universe, but. <laughs> I said vagina, didn't I? Um, okay. But, so they're at this, like, battle. They're, like, having conflict with the King of Highburn. The King of Highburn destroys Cassian's wings, like, beyond recognition, basically. And then, at some point later in the book, like, doc- the, like, fae doctors or, like, Illyrian doctors were able to basically reconstruct Cassian's wings. Like, from nothing, basically. Oh, that's good. And then in, like, the third book, there was, like, a couple of people that, like, were so badly injured. You know, and, like, one of them, again, was Cassian, basically, like, guts hanging out, like, on the brink of death. They were able to fix him. In the fourth book, the one that I just got, and then I'm about to read, Fairy gets pregnant. Oh, she gets Brigante? Yes. From and Tamlin? No. <gasps> Scandalous. Her and Tamlin are only a thing in the first book, and then part of the second book. What? Oh. Tamlin is not the end guy. That's kind of sad. And you like Tamlin, don't you? I do like Tamlin. You won't when you start reading the second book. Oh, is he an ass in the second book? Oh, no. Yeah, basically she has PTSD from stuff that happens at the end of the first book, and he just kind of just leaves her (laughs) to basically have, like, like, she literally goes to the bathroom every night to vomit from, like, her PTSD, and he stays asleep. While she's, like, in the bathroom, like, vomiting. You know. And having panic attacks. I can relate to both of those people, honestly. <laughs> if I'm, like, with someone. Well, and then, like, he doesn't let her do anything. Like, she's like, I want to learn to fight. Because there could be a potential war coming. And he's like, you don't need to learn to fight. You have me. Honestly, though, Tamlin is kind of OP. But you'll see why it's important for her to learn how to fight at the end of the first book. And if you don't under if you don't understand it, I can explain it to you. I'll get to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading it. Mo, stop spoiling it. I know. Stop. But okay, I don't care about the plot holes. I just want to read the plot holes. I'll talk to you about it later. I want to finish this one though. Oh my god. Okay, whatever. Bear is pregnant, and she's like, they're like, okay, you're not gonna be able to have this baby because guess what? <laughs> you're human. You're um no, because your uh body is not built. For birthing this kind of baby. Because it's mixed baby, basically. Yeah, yeah, because she's human. So, <laughs> continuing. Um, so, they're like, you're going to have to have a C-section, basically. Now, I'm not going to say what happens, but her and her mate have made a pact that if one of them dies, the other dies. Which is honestly such a stupid fucking fact. What do you do about the kid? Exactly. That's where people are kind of like, what the fuck? Like, why? He's literally just going to leave this kid without any parents? (laughs) What the fuck? Okay, whatever. And so, but she almost dies from giving birth 
from ha basically having this C-section. And, like, all these healers are like, we're not able to do anything, blah, 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 blah. And it's literally people are like, you reconstructed Cassian's wing and basically put his guts back in his body, but you can't heal a C-section. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, mortal technology is way better than this bullshit. Yeah, we were, like, everybody was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Classic Akatar bullshit. Yeah, you gotta read further, though, because it gets so much juicier. Like, I swear, the last hundred pages of any Sarah J. Mass book is just like, what the fuck? I can't wait. I can't wait. Because they're making a movie into it, or a TV show. They've said that the last few years. Because they also said that about her first series, Throne of Glass, which was supposed to be a Hulu TV show. Never got made. They said that for so long. You know, here we are. On the other end of the tunnel. I will see it Wanting when I start seeing trailers crazy. for it. You know, I will believe it when I see trailers for it. Kind of like fair. Orion High School Host Club. I don't believe any of that shit until I see trailers for it. They're making a second season? Yeah. Yeah, they're never going to make a second season, are they? Yeah, but every couple of years, there are people like, they're going to make a second season, blah, 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 they're doing, you know, but, and, you know, I'm like, I don't believe that shit. I'll believe it when I see trailers. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, good to know. Yeah, that's what I did Saturday, and now I'm here. I learned how to play pickleball this weekend. You did you? Mm -hmm. Do you know what pickleball is? <laughs> no fucking idea what pickleball it's is. It's like table tennis, but on a tennis court. So, tennis? No. <laughs> it's with paddles instead of tennis balls. It's wiffle balls. And it's the court's small, and there's a kitchen. When my mom was explaining it to me, I thought you had to go to the kitchen and cook, but apparently it's just the area that you can't step in, which I was like... That seems kind of problem. I was like, they're explaining the rules to me, and they're like, yeah. So just so. baby tennis? <laughs> it's pretty much baby tennis, but it's a little bit more complicated. It's actually pretty fun. It's like more fast-paced. It's a lot closer. It's, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. But like literally this rule, I think this game is inherently sexist, I'm pretty sure. Because pickleball is pretty much like you're hitting this ball back and forth, and you can't step in the kitchen until it bounces in there first. And I'm like, why is it called the kitchen? And I'm pretty sure it's implying because men aren't allowed to step in the kitchen. I'm quite certain. And I was like, because it doesn't look like That's a kitchen. That's not very feminist of pickleball. <laughs> I know, right? So, I mean, the people that made this, I'm sure, like 200 years ago were like, oh, this is funny because we are men and we cannot step into the kitchen. So we are going to name it the kitchen. Oh yeah, now that uh, now that we've talked about Akatar, did you leave my book in the Netherlands? No, I did <laughs> <Okay>. not. <laughs> Mo was like, hmm, actually, let's go back to this real quick because didn't you lose my book? No, I did not. I found it, and if I had left it, I would have bought you a new one. Thanks. <laughs> I would have been like, but yes. I should have asked you to bring the second book today. What for? So I could send it to Taylor because no. she's been wanting to. But you're you're not finishing the first book quick enough. I'm getting through it, <laughs> and I am going to hold the second book because we talk about it on the podcast. So I have to read it. Why can't she just buy herself the second one? Because <laughs> I told her I'd send her the second one. Oh my god, she can get on it. She actually she listened to the audiobook for the oh. first one, and she was like, "If you have the second book, you can." Send it to me and I'll read it. Oh my god, she can just buy it herself. 
or get the audiobook for it. Which, honestly, the audiobook, like, if you've ever listened to it and stuff, it's so awkward listening to the one sex scene. <laughs> I can't wait. Can't wait. Maybe I'll just, like, when I get to the sex scene, I'll be like, oh, wait, let me get to the audiobook real quick. I just listened to this part right now. They probably, I, I mean, I read the audiobook on YouTube, so. Yeah. But also, update on my TikTok stuff. Um, I still hate my algorithm, but it's getting better. Um, I have now devolved into Apocalypse and Bible TikTok, and I don't know how I got on it. All that one video of that guy that uh, thrusts to the rhythm. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I got that song too, and I sent it to my roommates. They're like, oh yeah, I knew about that. And so they're like, yeah, I do that. And I'm like, what? Do that song? No, not to that song. Oh, I was like, I didn't realize how normal it is for people to like. No, it is songs. It is, but not to that song. (laughs) (laughs) True, true, true. Like his poor girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's possible to do, but it probably just isn't pleasant. Yeah, mm-hmm. but my TikTok algorithm right now is telling me about how I'm going to go to hell, and so now I'm going through another, like, uh, existential religious crisis, ironically, which happens every couple months for me. If you also look up creators that you like and stuff, and I've been their doing pages. that. I've been doing that, and they're not giving me their shit. I'm like, give me, call me Chris. Give me Nikki. I just, ah! I'm getting very frustrated. You know who I haven't seen in quite a while, who I used to love when TikTok first appeared? Who? Morally Gray. I know, I have not been seeing her a lot. But you said you don't really like her new stuff lately. I I feel like she reuses stuff quite a bit. Well, and... she, she went there for a while. She had that whole, like, skit thing she was doing for being a counselor at UA, and I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. And then it just kind of stopped. I feel like she, like, reuses her same material just different characters yeah, you know probably. and it just kind of like i'm like oh I've, I've seen that you know like it was funny the first time she did it and now it's you know you know a different character it's kind of not that funny it happens dude it happens but yeah so that's been our weekends not a whole lot has happened um yeah i'm here i got a curtain rod to go back home so i can put about black whoa I think I had an Why did you come home? I have doctor appointments today. Mm. I have a doctor's appointment at 2 and one at a dentist appointment at 3. Dang, dude, you just... <laughs> well, I thought the doctor's appointment was much earlier in the day, so that's why I went to get my blood work early, because I called in this morning. I was like, hey, can I go get my blood work done now? And they're like, yeah, go do it. And I'm like, cool, because I don't want to fast all day long. Uh, <laughs> and then um, cleaning my teeth, and then um, I'm getting my... You know when I had that really bad headache a couple weeks ago? Yes. So I'm having a lot of... It's not numbness, but my, like, left side of my body is harder to clinch, and the left side of my face is just kind of harder to, like, do Move? some facial exper- expressions. Like, when I smile, I can tell it's just harder to lift. And that's always been a little issue, but it's getting worse, and I noticed especially after my headache, and I'm like, oh, did I have a stroke? <laughs> You might need to go get a CT. I think they're probably going to order me a CT after I go to the doctor today. Well, because a part of it was like also like my left foot has a lot of numbness at the bottom of it. And I kind of associate. And it's on the left side of your body. Yeah. And yeah. so is my left hand. And so is the left side of my face. But my left side of my face has always sagged a little bit. So I've always had this a little bit, but it's just getting no more noticeable. And I think it's from my concussions. You might have soccer. had a mini stroke. 
I think I did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. But um, we'll go to the doctor and get it checked out. I just have to do a CT scan mm-hmm. for it. Uh, make sure I don't have, like, I don't know. I don't know. You're looking for blood clots. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do about it. I mean, they can give you some medication and stuff. And, like, potentially, I think, like, depending on, like, how bad of a blood clot it is and stuff, you could have surgery to go in and remove it. Like, I don't. You're not, Probably like, not. in the hospital, like, you know, right now, so probably not. If you did have a stroke, they'd just probably give you some medication. They'd and be like, well, They'd probably sucks. put you on blood thinners. Yeah. Blood thinners aren't great. Yeah, you don't really want to be on blood thinners just because, like, if you cut yourself or something, you can't stop the bleeding. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. It's okay. But we'll see. We'll see what your doctor and your CT results say. Yep, yep, yep. It'll be great. It's great. It's great. And I'm cleaning. We're my both teeth. worrying about things. Yeah, we're all over. And I'm going to get my teeth cleaned. I'm going to talk about getting braces potentially. Ooh. Because my teeth are pretty straight. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've never had braces before, but I kind of just like smile in a second. Yeah. My bottom teeth are a little janky. My top teeth are actually pretty okay. Um, you can just use a little like positioning on your jaw. Exactly. And so that's why I'm like going to talk to them. I'm like, hey, like. You'd probably be in them for a year, a year and a half. Yeah, I don't think I would even be in them very long at all. And I, I'm like, honestly, it's not a bad idea. Like, I could. Would your insurance cover it? If I work at the company I want to work at, yes. I think. Nice. Most likely. But I'm like, no, I might as well. It's not a big deal, and it'd be nice to have, like, really straight teeth. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could also start the process now, but I might just wait. We'll yeah. see. But, yeah, so that's that's my life right now. The... We should probably get into talking about what... Oh, yeah, speaking of um, braces, Mo, what are we reviewing this week? <laughs> We're reviewing Sasaki and Miano. Yes. I actually really enjoyed this anime, Mo. I knew you would. I knew I would, too. And it was very cute and adorable. I liked it a lot. I, I knew you would as soon as I watched it. And I was just, like, begging for you to watch this. I know, I know. I'm so glad we pulled it because I was really excited. I I am enjoying this. But yes, Mo, um, could you please do some production information? Yes. For the listeners out there so sasuke and miyano was adapted from a manga the anime is directed by shinji ishihara the music is by kana Sube. studio is studio dean the original run for the show was mar january 10th of 2020 through march 28th of 2022 and it's got 12 episodes plus an ova and in 2023, there oh, will be an it, anime film. Oh, there's going to be a film? I haven't finished it yet. I figured it was just going to end, but I'll, I'm excited for that. But, uh, oh, so it started January 10th, 2022. Mm-hmm. I thought you said 2020, and I was like, hold up. <laughs> I might have. I don't know. Cause I, I was like, this is a long-ass show. January 10th of 2022 to March 28th of 2022. Yes. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, but yeah, so I will do a quick synopsis of this show, which honestly, it's pretty straightforward. It is. Um, how do I, I'm trying to think like the best way to go about it. Uh, pretty much the story starts when, um, our main character, 
Miano, Miano, Miano is just kind of like chilling, creeping at a corner, watching some kid get beat up by a bunch of ruffians. And then he's going to be like, oh, I'm going to step in. I'm going to be the hero. And then Sasaki, our main love interest, shows up and is like, bro, you can't handle this because you're too small and petite because you pretty much look like a woman. And he's like, I'm going to step in. And so he steps in and he like takes on these thugs. And then pretty much Mia knows like, oh my God, Senpai looks so cool. And then the two of them have this relationship where they're friends training BL manga. And he, like, Miyano is, uh, what is it, a Fusha? Um, uh, Fundashi or something, like. Yeah, Fundashi or something. Basically means that you're a big fan of boys' love. Yeah, and so he is pretty much giving Sasaki BL manga because Sasaki's like, I want to read the mangas you like. And so I get you not for, like, an entire year. They're just, he's just giving Sasaki this manga to borrow and, Sasuke slowly starts falling in love with Miyano, and Miyano's all insecure because he has a cute face. And Sasuke's like, bitch, I love you. And then Miyano's like, give me time to think about it. And then Miyano's like, I'm going to wait six months to tell you, and you're about to graduate. And then that's how far I got in the anime. But that pretty much sums up the show. Yeah. And then pretty much, like, the entire show is just about them, like, getting to know each other. It does have a satisfying ending, I will say. Oh, good, good, good. So it's not like... Hug, hug, fall in love? No. <laughs> it is definitely kiss, kiss, fall in love. Ooh, is it like spicy, spicy, fall in love? No. Oh. I want to see Mia know as the Femi. <laughs> I don't want to see Sasuke as the Yuka. <laughs> so bad. Oh my gosh. There is definitely fan fiction out there about it. I, I, I know. I did not research it for this episode because I was watching the show and was just too in love with it. But I did go through the comment sections of... Crunchyroll, and I have one that I will be talking about. <laughs> yes, uh, I just I loved this show. I loved how like wholesome it was and stuff, and that like I think I liked the aspect that they were more that it was more focused on like a friendship at mm-hmm, first between mm-hmm. Sasaki and Miyano rather than like one or the other immediately falling in love. Yeah, you know. And it was really interesting because they very much went around the direction of well, I like girls but he's really adorable and i am now confused and mm-hmm. then one and specifically one character being like well i i like you as a senpai i think you're cool and i look up to you but i i don't know if i like you that way and i just thought that was so unique because it's like they focus on their friendship and they focus on the romance but they really treated it as a very healthy like boys coming to of age story you know like yeah. where they're figuring it out but they actually like another they're dude. like is it okay to like a guy yeah you and, know and like do i like guys but i also like girls and i am confused yeah and i really liked how it was not a oh you're a freaking gay like get away from me how did you ruin our friendship which is a classic cliche in a lot of western television mm-hmm and so I really liked this because I felt this was a lot more, like, realistic, realistic to our generation. Because mm-hmm. I, I know people that have been in this situation where it was a, oh, like, I appreciate it, but, like, I like girls. And then it's confusion, and then they eventually fall in love with each other, or they don't. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, I like the way they approach the storytelling here. Yeah. I will say, though, that, like, the character Miano and stuff was a little bit, in my opinion, a little bit too much of, like... I can't like you because you're a guy. Like... Yeah, but I also kind of liked it, but it was 
kind of like the opposite stereotype. This small kind of scrawny kid that is more feminine was the one that was more like that. Yeah. I did appreciate that, but it was kind of annoying. He's like, yeah, I love BL manga, but it doesn't mean I want a BL experience. And I'll, like that was a line he literally yeah. said. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Us in Oklahoma are like, if one of my friends is like, yeah, I really love watching gay porn, but I don't want a gay porn experience, I'll be like, uh huh. You secretly do. Yeah, I'm like, there's there's no pussy there. Yeah, well, it's like, maybe not your active conscious is like, I want that, but there is something in your subconscious that's like, that's appealing, you know? Right, and like, I, there's some of my friends that are straight that I have watched quite a bit of like, bl anime with and they're like oh yeah i'm straight and i'm like what did you like about this anime like oh i just really like the way they like confess their feelings for each other and they started like getting to know each other and it was just really sweet and romantic and i was like hmm okay okay which i mean i'm not saying that you can't enjoy bl without like wanting that but the way certain people talk about i'm like okay I feel like when it comes to, like, BL, it's never, like, a very, like, in-the-middle type situation. It's that they're sitting around the whole time trying to figure out if they like each other Mm -hmm. and never really confessing their feelings to each other. So it's it's never really spoken if they're together or if they even like each other or anything like that. It's either that or it's on an extreme opposite end and it's, like, too much, you know? It's never like an in-the-middle thing. Which I would love more in the middle because I feel like that's way more realistic. I think this anime does is better at that. Like, this anime is more in the middle. Like, there is moments where it's like they're focusing more on their friendship and figuring things out. And then it, and their friends are really supportive. And it's kind of cute seeing the friends, like, slowly, like, kind of rooting for them to, like, kind of confess their feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. And also them being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why would you say that? That's, like, the worst thing to say. Yeah. I'm going to punch you now. And it, I, I did enjoy it. I will say this much. I was really fucking confused in the first episode because there was a lot of flashbacks in that first episode. And they didn't, like, prompt it as a flashback. Mm-hmm. Like, later on the anime, they're, like, three three hours earlier. And the first episode, it was, like, looked at the sky and then it's suddenly sunny. And they're, like, apparently it's a flashback. Or, they're like, this reminds me of that time he handed me a Band-Aid. I'm, like, when did he hand you a Band-Aid? I am confused. <laughs> and then it flashes to that scene. I'm, like, okay, where does this fall in the timeline? Because you just hopped and skipped everywhere. <laughs> That's how I felt about the mm-hmm. first episode. I was proud of myself for following it pretty well, though. Yeah. I, I guess I just, like, I really liked it and stuff because it was, like, I guess Sasaki, you know, was, like, I think he's really nice and I think he's really cute. And, you know, I just, just want to hang out with him because I think he's really nice, you know, and, like. Oh, and when he said, I want to. Well, I just want to read the manga you like. Like, I like you, so I want to get to know you better. So sh- tell me what manga you read, and I'll read that. Well, and I what's was like, funny oh. is that he didn't say that in a romantic way. Yeah, he that said was that in a friend friendship thing. way, yeah. and so it even made it more romantic later on. Well, and like that's the know? thing. Like, I don't think people realize like that is so critical in like a healthy any type of relationship, romantic or platonic. Like, if you like someone, just being like, well, I want to try what you want to try. Like, I want to see what you like, and I want to try that. That is how you make a successful romantic relationship, and that's how you make a successful platonic relationship. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that you necessarily have to like what they like, you know, but at least putting in the effort to, like, 
read or do or, you know, watch something that they like goes a long way. I will say this much. What are their fucking parents doing? Because they're spending so much fucking money on manga. Also, they have so much fucking free time to be reading this much manga. Dude, unless they've got, like, after-school jobs or some shit, like, but that's never (laughs) explained, and they're just buying a lot of this manga. And, like, don't get me wrong, though, manga in Japan's kind of cheap. Inexpensive, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, a dollar compared to here. I mean, I guess that's, like, if I bought a soda, I would be able to buy, like, three mangas in Japan. Yeah. (laughs) But still, like... That's still a lot of money. Also, like, it's a lot of money, and it's also, like, a lot of time to read all of Mm -hmm. it. Like, when I was in high school, Mo, you and I were, we were busy bees in high school. You were in Palm, I was in marching band and drama and... Plus, like, AP classes. AP classes, yeah, because we were in the same AP U.S. history class, even though you say that we never were. I swear you were not. I swear you were in that class because I was returning to you and be, like, saying something kind of rude to the teacher, and you were like, mad. No. You can't was say that. Was it Miss Conover's class? Yeah, it was Miss Conover's class. I don't remember. Were you sitting in front of me, or were you sitting were like? Were you in like the super bi- like full class, or were you in the really empty class? Like, was your class like super full, or was your class like only like fifteen students? It's like only fifteen students. I was in that class because the other class had a shit ton of students, and we had the small class. Okay, let me let me think about who else was in there. Uh, do we want to edit this out of the podcast, like listing names? Because I can list a couple of the names. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Michaela Lynn was in that class with us. Okay, I don't remember if she was in that class. Russell Drummond was in that class with okay, us. Okay, yeah. Megan Hayes was in there because she got in trouble for reading a book while we were doing a little competition one time. Okay, thanks. Uh, Kylie Valiance because she got a bloody nose one time in class. Okay. Uh, those are the ones I remember. Um... Oh, and then um, Shar- uh, Sharma was in that class because she went to leave class one time because she had to go to the bathroom as Connor got out uh, at her. What was his name? Daniel? Mazzaro, yeah. Yes? Yep, he was in okay, class. yeah. We listed so many last names on this podcast. Should we edit that out? <laughs> I don't think it matters. I shit. If any of you guys listen to this podcast, shout us out. Woo. And yeah, we were, we were in the same fucking class. Okay. Well. <laughs> I told you. How many years? How many? Literally, the only thing I like, the only reason I remember, like, a couple of, the only reason I remember Daniel Mazar is because I had a crush on him at that point. I remember. Yeah. Also, I won every single time with the competition thing. Do you remember? No. Dude, I do think I remember anything from that class. No, I'm surprised you even passed that class, Mo. (laughs) I got a five on that test. I'm just saying. (laughs) I don't even think I took it. Yeah, that's fair. I remember Miss Conover going up to me and being like, you know, Mr. Here, I thought, I knew you were a good student, but I didn't think you you were a five. I didn't think you were that good. And I was like, you bitch. You, you bitch. I'm like, I understand history, bro. I paid attention to your class, and I remembered everything you said. Obviously, I remember a lot because I have a really good memory. Because do you not remember the day we were talking about what if there was a school shooting, how we would escape? And she was like, we're supposed to hide in this room, but we're just going to climb up on the roof and just run off into the stadium. Do you not remember that? No, I remember her, though, telling us the story about her crashing into a donut store. I do remember that, too. And how she called the newspaper and was like, can you please not listen to my name because I have a reputation to uphold with my students? And I was like, no one gives a shit. She still tells that story every year. So much for her reputation. Right. She also (laughs) talked about her son. I got his scholarship. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And she's still teaching. Is she still? How? That woman is ancient. 
Mitsu Conover. Oh my, how old is she? She was, she, she was like the aunt of Hayden Conover. I, I remember that. Yeah. But like, she was born in a, a Japanese internment camp here in the U.S. Yeah. That's how old she is. Yeah. <laughs> that woman is ancient. <laughs> Do you remember how I got my car stuck at her AP U.S. history te- uh, party at um, her house? I, got I don't even think that I went to that. You probably didn't. I, we had the sex, a better than sex cake. Better than sex cake. You have never heard of that? That's Are you talking ca- about the cake lady cake? No, no, no. That's like she makes a better than sex cake. Yeah, I, I don't think I went to this party. <laughs> mo, mo, mo. Mo, mo, mo. I was very sheltered. Ah! <laughs> I hit the basket with my headphones. Oh, but yes. We gotta um, get back to I, the topic. Sasaki and Mino, you haven't even, you just finished giving the synopsis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, uh, anything else about storytelling, world building, anything that we should talk about? Uh, I mean, the fact that um, our main character is a year, uh, the underclassman of the love interest, which. I like how they work through their issues, though. Like jealousy and like all that kind of stuff. And oh, suspecting. when Sasaki would get jealous and his eyes, I'm like, oh! You could pounce on me, Sasaki. I am okay. But with I did you like that. how they worked through their issues in like a healthy way, yeah. and they figured out like different things or like learned the truth about stuff and all and that. And how they and did it on their own. I loved that they, without really like burdening the other person. Exactly, they didn't make the other person fix their problems. They actually figured out. I'm like, yes, yes. But there's one thing, Mo. That pissed me off to no end. Okay. And I texted you it in a long, lots of ex, a lot of capitalized messages. Sasaki at one point confesses his feelings for Miyano. Oh yeah. And he's like, and Miyano's like, <gasps> panic, getting gay panic, as gay you panic. do, as you do. And he's like, and Sasaki's like, you don't have to tell me right now. You can think about it. And Miyano's like, don't worry, I will. And then he runs off. Six months. Later, still has not given a fucking answer. So, Mo, our overthinking brain would not be able to handle that. I, I don't. Never. I just don't think I'd be able to be around the guy. No, I for six either. months and, and then, still not give him an answer. Right, and he and literally, and then there's one point. Sasaki is like, "I'll wait. I can wait if it means he still likes me." And I'm like, "No, Sasaki, this has so much potential." If you're no. waiting six months, I automatically start thinking that you don't like me. No, yeah, and like that's not healthy. You should never P- PSA, PTA, whatever. I don't know. P- PTA. PTA announcement. Parent- the parents. <laughs> For gay love, uh, PTA's hot takes is um, you cannot wait six months. You should never wait to love someone. Like if you tell someone how you feel, a week, okay. That's about how long I would say. But if you have to wait more than a week, if you're waiting six months, never wait and sit on your hands for someone to fall in love with because they never will. That is not how attraction works. The laws of attraction, all my spirituality bullshit, if you are obsessing over someone, it subconsciously pushes them away from you anyway. But also just in general, like it is not healthy to be in love with someone for so long. Take this from someone that has been hopelessly in love with the same person for two years and is trying really fucking hard to move on. I pretty much moved on, guys. But since we pretty much started this podcast, it's an issue. <laughs> Mo knows who I'm talking about. It's it's fine. 
It's fine. I've moved on. But I literally was like watching this and I was like, I can relate to Sasuke so much right now because I have done this so much in my life and it's not healthy. So PTA announcement. Don't fucking do this. The Parent Teacher Association is putting their foot down and is like, don't fucking stay in love with someone for six months. Yes. And if you get your feelings confessed, you know, don't be those bitches out there. If it's like, oh. Well, because, like, typically people, when they say, like, oh, I'll think about it or just, you know, not right now, they mean never. Yeah. Given, I understand in this sense, if it's like a boy's love scenario or even a girl's love scenario where it's like outside of your normal sexual preference or what's normal like what is the social taboo i can see why someone's like let me think about it because that is kind of like a uh you know yeah but typically people know right away whether they would want to be with somebody or whether they would want to be in a relationship or pursue a relationship with somebody and so like Waiting around is the no-go. Don't be that person that waits around in hopes that they'll change their mind because then that makes you look like the jackass. Yeah, it makes you desperate. And nobody's attracted to desperate. Trust me, guys, I'm desperate. (laughs) I I reek desperation sometimes when I talk to people. It's not cute. You never pick up anybody, okay? You never fall in love. It's just slowly. I feel like it just, it happens when you least want it to happen. Yeah, and you know, Mo, I really don't want it to happen right now because I'm about to move to a different state. And so I'm really hoping that's not true because I just need to move. So I'm kind uh, of like... It happened when I met Ethan. Ah! I thought I was, was going to go on the date with him and then we weren't going to talk again. Well, I Honestly, hope... Honestly, I was kind of hoping for that before I went on the date because I was like over it. Yeah, I remember. I remember he texted me about it. I remember even showing me photos like, yeah, he's not that cute in person like in like over phone but he's a lot cuter in person and i remember you showed me photos like oh mm-hmm. i hope it works he's out really for you. cute though he's very cute in person guys he is the definition of those photos do not do justice no seriously when i first saw him like in person i was like hi who did i get catfished in a positive way for once well i was just like you're a lot cuter than in your photos mm-hmm. and and then we had like an amazing time and it was just you know i'm happy for you we've had an amazing time for four months i cannot relate to that and i hope i don't anytime soon i really hope i don't I pray. you literally just said that you the universe heard you so get ready for it damn it literally but, the universe gives you the thing that you don't want yeah it's true well that's how attraction works the law of attraction is you are what you want and you want what you are and also the idea of, um, like, you attract what you already have. So if you're already content and feel loved in life, you will attract that. But if you want and desire it, you will repel it. Mm-hmm. But I will be honest, after watching this show, I do feel a little sad and lonely. Uh, because I was like, oh, this is so fucking cute. I want this in my life. Literally how I felt after watching this. I was like, just take a steak knife and stab my heart, why don't you? <laughs> You're like, make me feel sad and lonely again. I was like, fine, like, I'll just sit here and cry in my room. I don't have a relationship like this. You're like, I'm fine being alone. Well, anyway, we should probably get back on topic, because I have no idea what we were talking about last. Um, But we should probably talk about characters. Yes. No, you can talk about the first character. We'll talk about Mieno. So he is our, like, 
shy, sweet, kind of introverted, like, boy that kind of, like, is girly in appearance and is very insecure about it. Yeah. And Sweet boy. He's like, I have a really feminine face and everyone makes fun of me for it. And I just don't like it. I wish I was taller. I wish I was more masculine. I was like, bro, I feel you. Yeah, right? I feel you. I feel He's you. like, basically, I wish I was Sasuke. Yeah. It's really... It's actually really cute and not cute, but it's like really relatable, I think, for a lot of guys, especially not even just gay guys or anyone that falls in the BL category, but like, especially like nowadays, um, especially on an American university. Oh my gosh, especially these new guys that are coming into college, the amount of pressure to get super buff and thick is like thick is like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, like the only way to be deemed attractive is to be super muscular. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. but I don't think that they like there's a thing of like the female gaze. You know? Mhm. And the male gaze. You know how like a lot of guys are like, yeah, like Chris Hemsworth is hot or like he's considered like attractive and stuff yeah. like that and like you know, he takes his shirt off in movies and stuff like that is considered the male gaze. For men? Yeah, because that's what men see. They see, like, Chris Hemsworth is, like, Thor. And they're, like, that is the epitome of, like, male attractiveness. Yeah. But that's not the female gaze. Mm-hmm. The female gaze is more towards, like, the emotional and, like, uh, the more, like, sensitive Well, then why have things. I not had any women? <laughs> Sorry. Why aren't women a gaze in my way? I don't know. I'm emotionally unstable. I'm much more sensitive. And people talk to me all the time. Like, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. You know who that is? Like, mm-hmm. that's the female gaze. No, that or like Cole sense. Sprouse. That's Cole the Sprouse female is... gaze. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Like, more sense. masculine, buff men. That's the male gaze. Yeah, so, um, me, um, Mia No has the, the male gaze going hard. He's like, I, I need it. I need to see those guys. I need to look like that. Yeah. But he's actually really sweet. He's also like a huge BL weeb. Like he's really into BL in general. And like that's pretty, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. Fujoshi. Fujoshi, yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. I had you. to think about it for a second. I'm proud of you. But he's actually like a really nice guy. Like he, he wants to do what's right. Like he's part of the discipline committee. Like he wants to like, you know, help out his classmates. And when he's encouraged by his friends, he'll do things. And he actually is a pretty nice guy. In my opinion, I think he's, he comes off not like fucking that Yuri anime we reviewed where that fucking bitch the whole time was like, well, I'm not going to like you. Yeah. And I was like, you're a fucking bitch. Right? This guy was actually pretty genuine, I felt like, in a lot of his actions. And he doesn't like sweet food. And it was just like, he always gives candy Kinda, away. Yeah, it's like really funny that he's not like the stereotypical, like, you know. Yuke. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Like bottom. He's not the stereotypical bottom. That yeah, like he's not like super, super into sweets and stuff like that. Not overly cute and stuff. Like and he I, does try to be more masculine. And I think that was very intentional. It was very like, hey, like we're gonna write this a little differently. And I I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to say about me? And no, we've talked about them have, quite a bit. Yeah. I'll talk about Sasuke next because I love Sasuke. Um, Sasuke is your like tall. Like, more, like, stereotypically masculine character. He's not, like, buff, per se, because, I mean, no, none of the characters in the show are animated to be buff. 
and he is like but he's typically seen as more masculine than like yeah he's like the delinquent you know like he's been called out a couple times he has piercings he has orange hair and he's like very uh he has a very deep voice like that's very cute i feel like it's not like super deep but he has like a deeper voice and i i like him quite a bit he's very protective of you know and it's really funny like seeing sasuke going through his like gay awakening of like oh shit he's so cute but he's a boy but not a girl but also i want to be around him but also no one else can pat him but oh shit i don't know what's going on i kind of got jealous there oh shit um um what's going on and that was too and i love i love i love i love how he gets overwhelmed and he literally leaves school Mm -hmm. (laughs) literally the gay panic well, like, not just gay panic, like, when that one scene where he got kicked in the stomach and got beat up, he's like, this is just too much. Like, he's literally having, like, a panic attack. He's having a little breakdown. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, like, that's so relatable. Like, that is so realistic of, like... Like, he just didn't know how to handle it, and so the only yeah. thing he could think of is to run away. And I love that. Like, I was like, this a- they actually added a little bit of depth there to the character, not your typical, like, I am the strong, I'm strong male figure, you know? Like, I'm not the strong... Sin. Or, like, I'm so sure in myself. Yeah, like, he was, like, really, like, figuring some stuff out. And it was in a healthy way on his own that wasn't relying too much on Miano. I mean, Miano did have a large attribute to some of those moments, but, like... Well, I guess I just... I really like the fact that, like, Sasaki came to the conclusion, like, himself without Miano having to say also... Yeah. That he liked Sasaki in order to be, like, their resolution. Like, Sasaki was like, I like you. Mm-hmm. You may not like me, but I want you to. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm going to give you some time to think about if you do like me. Because I've well, already came to this conclusion. And another but... really interesting thing was, like, me and Noah a lot of times um, will use other people's BL content in his head and stuff. Like, he's like, oh, this is, like, my headcanon of my people, my friends are. And someone at one point's like, oh, I'm sure you use Sasaki as, like, your BL content all the time. And he's like, no, I've never used Sasaki that way before. And I think that's pretty indicative of, like... I think that's ironic because I think that happens in real life a lot too where if you kind of can suspect that someone kind of falls in that category that they might not be as straight as an arrow as they kind of portray themselves as to be, you kind of steer off of making those jokes if you're actually part of that community. I'll, I mean, this is kind of a weird subcategory. Well, I feel like also too that like when people, I think, tend to like someone, mm-hmm. Or they, like, fantasize about, like, other people or stuff like that. They can't imagine that person being with somebody else other than them. Yeah, exactly. And so I think Mia No from the very beginning kind of liked Sasaki and was, like, not really. Was kind of lying to himself the whole time. Like, his subconscious knew before his, like, conscious knew. Exactly. Yeah, Mo, would you like to talk about the next character? Yes, we can talk about Hirano. I actually really like this character. Yeah, so Hirano is kind of like the friend of like Sasaki. He's the president, right? He's like the the chairman of the committee, uh, the discipline committee. Yeah, and he's kind of like on like sort of the same level as like Sasaki and like. Well, he's he's the senpai, and so like yeah, um, Miyano is his underclassman, kind of yeah, like I would yeah. say like his mentor, kind of care like what we consider big little fraternities. It's kind of like yeah, like him fitting. and then. Osagawa. Yeah. Yeah. Those three are like kind of like together, like friends. They're the the delinquents of their class. Yeah. That's what I was getting at is that like he's kind of more like on the delinquent side is like Sasuke. They have the crazy hair colors, which helps us realize that they were important to the plot. Mm hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. And so uh, he's kind of basically like the friend that like Sasaki's always going to. And he's like, hey, let me copy your homework. Or like, I think I like Miyano and like, I don't know what to do about it. Well, I don't think there's ever a moment where he goes like, I think I like Miyano. I don't know what to do. He's like, I just don't know what to do. And, so, and, so, and then Hirano will be like. Well, I mean, yeah, basically, you should just have fucking done your homework. And Sasuke's like, "That's not what I'm fucking talking about." And I know. There's that one moment he's like, "I need to borrow your phone because I need to call Mia No." And he says, "Like, hey, Mia No, I said I liked your face, but I don't like you just because your face is cute." And I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? That's not a love confession." I know. And I love that. It like you could. I definitely think that Sasuke is like a Virgo because he's definitely an overthinker. Oh yeah, I love it. I'm like Sasuke. You and I are homies, and you can tell that. Um, Mia No is definitely like a Libra or a Sagittarius, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, "Yep, that's what you are. You little little bitch." <laughs> But he's kind of, like, the one that, you know, Sasuke comes to to Mm -hmm, get, like, mm -hmm. the nonchalant advice. Yeah. And he's kind of, like, the friend of Sasuke that kind of, like, you know, basically kind of helps move things a little bit along. Especially by the end here, and I was like, oh, hopefully that, like, he, like, looks at them and kind of smiles. He's like, okay. Because at the beginning, he's like, hmm, they're kind of getting close. I guess that's good for them. And then at the end, he's like, oh, they're getting close. I also think he's there, though, to just kind of show, like, that Sasuke's, like, a really good guy. Yeah. And that he's, like, very friendly and popular with, like, a bunch of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I also, like, um, Hirano is, uh, my favorite scene with Hirano is when Sasuke kind of, like, goes up to Miyano when they first start meeting. That's, like, one of the first episodes. And Hirano's like, get away from my underclassmen. Shoo, shoo. Shoo, shoo, shoo. He's like throwing the like he has the newspaper. It was so freaking funny. So the dub is actually really freaking it's freaking funny. funny. But I watched it subbed because I hated the dub for Sasaki's voice. I hated Sasaki's voice in the dub. It would get so funny at points. Like you know the chocolates episode. Yeah, the Did you ever episode? watch the dub? Yeah, I watched the dub for that. that. Oh my god, it was so. Funny. It was actually really funny because that was the first episode. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yep, it was the first episode. I was sure that it was like a couple episodes later. Oh, like the whole like chocolate Valentine's Day stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was talking about the liquor chocolate. No. Yeah, no, I didn't watch that dub, but I wanted to because I thought it would have been a really funny dub. <laughs> no, it was so funny. I don't, I don't honestly even remember like what was said, but it's just like the way that like the voice actor did Miyano's little like, or like uh, did Sasaki's like you know, lines and oh. stuff like that it was just, you, you did, it's like he would say him and you'd be like, that was a weird way, but kind of fits the whole, like, yeah. well, playfulness like, of, like, Sasaki, I you mean, know? I guess we're, we're kind of talking about the, the dub now a little bit, but, like, I liked the sub better because Sasaki's voice was lower, and I thought it was more fitting for the character, but the dub is so much funnier, <laughs> and I like the dub a lot, and so I think I'm going to watch it subbed. And then rewatch the whole thing. No, because ah! <laughs> I hit it again. That hurt. No, because it's hilarious. I recommend 
doing well, that. Like, and I was reading for the comments, and like for the most part, people were like, this is so much funnier dubbed. And then some people were like, well, I don't really like the dub. They're like, well, the sub is great if you're just going for the romance view of it. Like, if you want the romance. But if you just want to laugh, read the dub. Because you know who the voice actor for Sasaki also voice acts in another anime we've reviewed? I've heard. I, I, I have, like, an idea. I can't remember what his name is, though. He's the scientist from Fire Force. Yep. Yeah. And the minute I heard that, I was like, mm, I'm a little uncomfy now because I didn't, I don't like that voice that much. But I thought it was really funny. And I just the love the way that he like did his like mannerisms and stuff like that, and it was just, it was so funny. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, but do we have any other characters we want to review? I think those are the three main characters. I don't feel like we really need to talk about any of the other ones. No. But uh, yeah, so we kind of talked about the dub a little bit. Do you want to talk about any of the other music and voices and stuff or any other sounds? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't really pay attention when I watched the show to like... I liked the whole story aspect of it. I feel like the whole like story and... The animation is really what carried the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I thought the music actually was really solid. I really did like the original soundtrack. It was pretty cute. I There's just a couple remember melodies anything like were, sticking out. There were a couple melodies I remember sticking out to me because it sounds really similar to other melodies. So I was like, oh. But uh, the opening actually is pretty cute. I thought the opening was really cute. I don't know if you remember or not, but I liked it a I lot. I don't think I watched it. I thought it, it was very good. But you're right. The animation is what carried the show because the animation was really freaking good. The little triangles and squares that would, like... Yes. I loved that detail. That was so good. I always knew when there was, like, a little happy love moment. Cause I yes. Oh. And I loved how they didn't just exclusively use it for the main two characters. Like, other characters would have it. Like, Hirano, towards the end, would also have it. And so did um, the chairman. I forgot mm-hmm. his name. But, like, they would also have those little stars and, like, yes. triangles and stuff. And I really liked it. I thought it was really pretty. It was so great yeah uh, i love this show they did really good i thought they did a good job but mo can i tell you my favorite comment i read on the Crunchyroll? i can guess what it I is i sent you a photo of yes. it and i was just like because i i and Crunchyroll, you can see the comments and i thought i thought they were kind of funny so i was like oh let's go through this and so i come across uh this and i sent it to mo and it says my kitty won't calm down. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing. I was just like, because it's like. Listen, women in their BL is oh like my a God. whole other level. It's like episode one, baby. And I'm literally reading through this. And it's like, tall guy looks like hot version of Ed Sheeran. And then it goes, my kitty won't calm down. And I'm like, what? And then he goes, OMG, it's here. Yes. And then like, oh, is this where all the, all the women are? And I'm Jesus Christ. I was like, oh. I was just so out of pocket. I was not expecting it. But I support it, women. Whoever's kitty that was, I understand. Because it's literally the female gaze. How, like, their relationship is, like, dramatized and everything is literally the female gaze. Yeah. It's what females want. Women yeah, it's, want. it's basically what females want in, like, heterosexual relationships. Yeah. It's very cute. It's very cute. But yeah, so that is, I think, any, any final thoughts? Any wrapping up thoughts? Anything we left out but Movit? Or it's, your kitty is burning to tell the community. You've made me nervous now. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that to me with a straight face. <laughs> I said that with such a straight face, didn't I? 
I was unfazed. I can't say anything now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Is there anything that you would like to share about this anime? What is that look? I can't say anything now. The female gaze. <laughs> that wasn't the female gaze. That's like Mo's like Matt. Do you, yeah. Do you want to say anything? <laughs> I can't say anything now because. Um, I thought the anime was really cute, and I really enjoyed it. It made me feel lonely and sad and happy all at the same time. I felt like a knife was shoved into my heart, my cold, broken, black heart. But also, I'm definitely going to watch this again with friends. And um, I strongly, strongly recommend this anime, even if you don't like BL, because I think this is a really sweet anime. And also, for all you men out there who want to understand the female gaze, watch this anime and understand how you should be acting in a relationship. Because it doesn't mean that you have yeah. to be feminine. It just means you have to be vulnerable. It just means you have to be in touch with more of your emotional side. Yeah. The PTA, once again, is making a stance here telling you, learn your emotions. Be emotional. I know the PTA. Wow. The PTA today, P the PTA in our universe is so much more progressive than the PTA if it's in real life. <laughs> right. <laughs> or it's like the PTA. LGBTQ. Yeah. They're very pro. Talking about your emotions. Wow. Crazy. Pro-female. Pro-female. But, um, yeah, it's kind of like the PTA in um, the Welcome to Night Vale. Uh, their PTA meeting got attacked by time-traveling dinosaurs, and most of the PTA was killed in it. Shout out to Welcome to Night Vale if you want to listen to an acid trip of a podcast. I'm going to do some shameless plugging. Yeah, please do that. Please get me to stop talking. Is that what you're... Never mind. <laughs> Don't even say it. <laughs> Alright guys, this is the point of the podcast where I shamelessly plug all our social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, TikTok, and YouTube. We are on those Avengers Anime Edition, the name of this podcast that you know and love. We are on Twitter at Anime Avengers. Please reach out to us. Please talk to us. Tell us what you'd like us to review next. Tell us if you enjoyed this episode. Tell us if you want the PTA to make any other comments for the world out there. Maybe we should make like a special like Twitter feed on our Twitter page. It's just the PTA making announcements. I'm like really on board with the PTA now. The PTA, Let's Parent Teacher Association. The Avengers Anime Edition PTA board or something like that. Where the teachers, everyone else is the parents. Yes. We're teaching the youth out there about anime. The only true knowledge they need. We gotta spin the wheel. We gotta spin the wheel. Do you have any music recs this week, Mo? I do not. We have not done this in a while. Uh, let do me you? think. Um, uh... I would recommend Inuyasha's openings, except for I hate them. I have already recommended them. They're all terrible. No, I'm sorry that I do not enjoy them. But I do enjoy Inuyasha. I've been enjoying it. I, I've kind of gotten into it. Oh, Mo, what's that face? Oh, Mo, what's that face? Oh, what's that face? Yes! I love this anime. Psychopaths. Yeah, this is so funny because we just reviewed Special 7. Mm-hmm. So, Mo. The show is very complicated and with a lot of seasons, but you only need to watch the first season. We'll only review the first season because the first season is the only one that's actually good. Okay. And you have almost 10 days to review this show. Yeah. Please watch the entire sh first season. I think <laughs> it's only like 13 episodes. It might be 24. I don't remember, but it's very good. I'll rewatch it. I watched it subbed, but I'm going to rewatch it in the dub just for sake for work. Yeah. 
to please watch it, Mel? Yes, I will. This is a good psychological thriller. I think you'll like it. I get a lot of inspiration from Psychopaths for some of my um, anime, uh, my, my D&D plot lines. Because it's kind of trippy. Okay. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week to Avengers Anime Edition. Uh, we will be... We will join you next week when we review um, Psychopaths. We will also have updates on our D&D world, maybe, or Maddie's Party. One of the many things. Uh, please join us next week for that review. Um, but yeah, uh, good luck benching, guys. And we'll see you next week. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>